0: The Seeing Ear Theater at www.sci-fi.com is on the air. <laughs> Live from the Museum of Television and Radio in New York City, the Sci-Fi Channel's Seeing Ear Theater presents an all-new sequel to Lucille Fletcher's classic radio play, Sorry, Wrong Number. Jumping Niagara Falls is written by Brian Smith and George Zar. And features Claire Bloom, Tim Jerome, and Ann Bobby.
1: I killed my wife. There, I said it. Well, I didn't actually kill her, but I did arrange for her to be killed. It was what I had to do, you know, the big leap. Each of us has to take it at some point or another during our lives. I took my leap in middle age to shake things up, to save myself from the trenches. I know what you're thinking. And no, I don't expect you to empathize with me. but try to understand. I had to dig myself out. Look, some people quit drinking... Some people have affairs or a baby. Some people change jobs, get divorced, become monks. Me? I had my wife killed. And it worked, for a little while anyway. I quit my accounting job, too, after 25 years. Took up writing, just like a real bohemian. And I moved in with Phoebe. Phoebe. First time I saw her. She was a vision of innocence. She reminded me of when I was young. She was so full of youth, just bursting like a moist, fresh peach. Hey, Grant,
2: you're going to get that or what? My face is full of cold cream.
1: Phoebe. I suppose if I hadn't been blinded by her girlish playfulness, her uh, energy, if you know what I mean, if I had looked Just a little closer, I would have seen my fresh peach had been sitting on the windowsill a few months.
2: Come on, Grant, get off your wrinkled duff and answer the phone before they hang up!
1: Yes, yes, love, I I have it. I was finishing your packing, I still had to... Hello, Stevenson residence.
0: Albert Stevenson?
1: Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Yo, Sergeant Duffy, Precinct 43. Am I catching at a bad time, Mr. Stevenson? Uh, No, no. No, not at all, Sergeant. Uh, uh, is there any news? Do you have something? Like like a lead? No, Mr. Stevenson, no news. Last six months, we've been checking and double-checking every lead we could. So, my wife's murder, we still don't... Uh... Oh, no, nothing, Mr. Stevenson. Oh, I'm sorry, but we have to put aside the investigation at the present time. The, the case will remain open, however. Hey, Grant, who is it?
2: If it's my mother, tell her to keep her false teeth in. We'll see her on the way back from our vacation, okay? It's
1: the police. Go wash that cream off your face. We need to be on the road as soon as I can get off the phone. Uh, Mr. Stevenson? No, uh, One moment, Sergeant. I Hey,
2: uh... we get there when we get there, Gramps. It's a vacation, right? Our first vacation together... All alone. Ooh, your shoulders are so tight. Are you tense, Grampy? Stop it, Phoebe. Uh, Mr. Stevenson. Oh, I'm going to loosen you up, baby. One little motor lodge after another, all the way up to Niagara Falls. How <laughs> about I I'd wear nothing but that mink coat you brought me? Phoebe,
1: <laughs> I'm on the phone. Stop it. Uh,
0: Mr. Stevenson, are you yes. still there?
1: No, no. Y- yes. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm, uh, 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 I was just speaking to my cat. All right. <laughs> Get, get off me. <laughs> oh, 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 of course I understand, Sergeant. I I, I I know you did everything you could. Sometimes there, there just uh, aren't any answers, I suppose. But thank you and uh, uh, goodbye. Phoebe, oh, be a good girl for Daddy and get ready, please.
2: Hey, who are you ordering around, Gramps?
1: Please.
2: Just testing you.
1: <laughs> Hello, Stevenson residence. Is anyone. Hello? Hello? Who
2: was that, Gramps?
1: No one. Must have been a wrong number.
2: Hey, it better not be another day.
1: Just get ready. We, we have to leave. Oh, I'll get it. Hello? Oh, why? Excuse me? Who am I speaking to?
2: Hey, that is my mother, isn't it? Oh, Oh,
1: why? Why?
0: (gasps) Oh, my.
2: Hey, I'll tell that old broad that she's got some... (laughs) What gives? You look like you've seen a ghost.
1: Oh, Oh. Oh, no. Uh, Uh, It's nothing. It's just some kids. A prank call, that's all. Are you ready? Come on. Let's get out of here, now. You have to keep chewing that gum, Phoebe. I'm trying to drive, it's distracting. <laughs>
2: Don't be such a wet blanket, Grandpa. I'm excited, that's all. Oh, you and me. I mean, we're finally going to Niagara Falls. You know, it's the most romantic spot in the world.
1: Well, it's, it's true, statistically speaking. Uh
2: huh. More people get engaged and married at Niagara Falls than anywhere else in the whole world. Period. Mm. Ain't it grand, Gramps?
1: <laughs> We've only been dating for six months.
2: Oh, he's such an old fuddy-duddy. Look at you. You could be my grandfather. I, you should be jumping at the chance to get hit. Hey, sex every night. <laughs> And at your age, imagine <laughs> Oh, Grampy, are you blushing? Me? me? <laughs>
1: no, uh, I'm not It's just that I'm practical And 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 you have to keep calling me Gramps all the time
2: Oh, you're old-fashioned You've got to take chances
1: I'm cautious
2: You're too stuffy
1: I'm careful
2: Well, you can't have no fun being careful Say, Gramps Would you go over the falls for me?
1: Excuse me?
2: Well, you know, in a barrel or an inner tube or something, would you go over the falls?
1: I hardly think that would prove anything.
2: Well, you got a point, Grampy. Maybe we could get nailed shut inside a barrel together. Real close, huh? Now, now, depending how long it takes to go over the falls, you and I... Oh, look! It's an ice cream place, Exit 23. Come on, let's...
1: Stop. Oh, I don't know. We're already so late.
2: Oh, Grampy, please. Oh, I'd love a banana split right now with hot fudge dripping all over it and whipped cream smeared on top.
1: We just got started driving. Let's get a little closer first. Oh,
2: please, please, pretty please. It's, it's probably got a little window we can stay in the car in order. Let's lick my whipped cream.
1: We're not (laughs) stopping, Phoebe. Besides, you've already had ice cream today.
2: That was this morning. Stop. Please.
1: No. Stop. No.
0: Yes! No, I'm putting my foot down. Welcome to Jack's Ice Cream Shack. May I take your order, Sarah?
2: Yeah, um... Gramps was putting his foot down, and now he's got to clean it off. So I'll order first. Do you got Uh,
0: Yes, ma'am.
2: Oh, a, a banana split with strawberry ice cream and hot fudge and whipped cream so Gramps can lick it off. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> yes, ma'am.
2: Now your turn, Gramps. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, do
1: you have coffee?
2: Yes, Albert. We have coffee.
1: Good. I oh, oh,
2: oh. Hey, Gramps, you watering or what? You were the one in the big rush. I know what you did, Albert, but I don't know why. So come on, give the man your order, Gramps. Don't just sit there. That's right, Albert. Why don't you speak up? Hmm. Nice young girl. How old is she? Seventeen? Shh.
1: Eighteen. She's eighteen.
0: Um, uh, now you want a number eighteen, mister? Uh, Sure thing. Uh, Here are some napkins. You can pay for your order and pick it up at the next window. Mister, your napkins?
1: I dabbled in psychology during my college years. Advanced psych, abnormal psych. And I remembered that guilt could manifest itself in any number of ways, even as a soda jerk at Jack's ice cream shack, I suppose. But the thing was, I wasn't guilty. I mean, I didn't feel guilty. It's strange. I chalked up my vision to a healthy imagination, to my writerly self shining through.
2: I'm bored, Gramps. Are we almost there yet? You know, it's getting late. Maybe we should stop for the night. You know, one of those ritzy joints you're always promising me. Grampy, what's going on? You all right? Oh, look at you. You're grabbing the steering wheel like you're hanging off a ten-story building. Oh, I gotcha. Hmm. I know something that might cheer you up. What if I just scoot over and do this? How does that feel, <laughs> huh? Stop it. Oh, now you're talking again, Gramps? <laughs> I guess you like what I'm doing. How about this? Does this feel
1: nice? stop oh,
2: it. Oh, am not in the mood. Oh, how well, about this? <laughs> just, better? <laughs> just
1: leave me alone. And please, can't you just be quiet for a <laughs> bit? I, I need I need to think. Uh, just a little peace and quiet. Please? Oh, hey.
2: I just got a brainwave. How about some music? <laughs> That'll pep things up. I'll turn on the radio. <laughs> oh, beat me, Daddy Ate to the bar. I love this. <laughs> well, it makes you feel like dancing, don't it, Chris?
1: turn it down, please.
2: <laughs> oh, no, I didn't know fun turned down. Look, I'll change it. You know, maybe I can find Jack Benny or something.
1: So, what do you believe were his motives in arranging for your murder? None. Nothing. There weren't
2: any
0: motives.
1: Were you a good wife? Were you faithful and decent?
2: Of course I was. I cared for my dear Albert every day. I made dinner for him. Meatloaf was his favorite. I made it Thursday night.
0: I did everything for him, till I became sick. <sighs> so I <was>. There's gotta <laughs> be some Jack Benny somewhere.
2: Wait, Loud, soft, back, forward, make up your mind. I thought you hated that music. Not huh? the
1: music, the interview with that woman.
2: What woman, what are you talking about? Here. This is the station I was on. It looks like it's the only one we can get around here anyway. Everything else is full of static.
1: S- stop it, Phoebe. I'm serious. You had it on another station. It sounded like, like, like an interview. Like like they were interviewing... Like they were interviewing... Well, uh, who? Uh,
2: Gramps, I know you're getting up there in years, but you're not old enough to be hearing things yet. I mean, maybe next year, but... Shut up.
1: <laughs> Let go of that radio knob. I'll find it. Do it. Do what you did before, and stop when I tell you to. All right, all right. But do you believe he loved you? There. In your heart, stop. Hearts, it. Do you believe he loved you? Yeah, you hear that? Of course he did.
2: What kind of question is that? Static? A... There was married well, to Albert. Yes, sir, I hear myself. the
1: static. No, listen.
2: love
1: with your husband, Mrs. Stevenson? Yes, I suppose I was. Mrs. Stevenson? It was one of those romances, you know. We met when we were in high school. I mean, it was a math class. It's funny. how do you remember little things like that? What is this? What's going on? Look
2: where you're driving, Gramps! You don't hear that? You're me! What? Here, what? what? What?
1: Shut it off! But
0: Gramps Shut it off, damn it!
1: I stared ahead at the oncoming lights in the opposite lane and thought about how easy it would be to turn the car sharply to the left and make the ghosts stop. She was wrong. It wasn't a math class where we met. It was biology. We were lab partners. I loved her then, her sense of humor. I really did. She loved me, too, I think. What's
2: your problem, Grumpy, huh? Got the heebie-jeebies or something? Wait a second. You You—you said Mrs. Stephenson. Who's that, your mother? My wife. Your wife's dead, Gramps.
1: Yes, she is.
2: I'm sorry. I guess you still kind of miss her, don't you? Look, don't think I don't notice things. You, you've been grouchy since you got off the phone with the cops. They still didn't find the guy who killed her, huh? It's a tough break. But you got me, Grampy. I make you happy, right? That's why we're going to Niagara Falls. To make the past go away. To have a good time.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm tired. Yeah. I need a... I need more coffee, that's... <laughs> That's all. I'm sleepy. It was a tense day. It's nothing. I'll be okay. We'll be okay.
2: Well, why don't we just stop for the night instead, huh? I could rub that knot out of your shoulders. and Maybe a little lower if you're a good boy, huh? (laughs)
1: Yes, oh, oh, I feel it. You're know, oh, as a
2: board. Oh, my poor sweet grandma is oh. so old and naughty. Am <laughs> mm. I too heavy sitting oh. on your back, huh? Yeah. My mink coat getting you itchy? No, no, it
1: feels nice. <laughs> bet it's comfortable, too. Oh,
2: you think the springs will hold up? Things could get a little uh,
1: bouncy. <laughs> <laughs> the springs will hold up better than I will. <laughs> God, look at you. Mm vitality of you. Where do you get your energy from, Phoebe? From
2: you. From you, Grandpa. see? I get my energy from your shoulder blades here, yeah. uh, mm, and your uh, forearms here, yeah. uh, mm, and the way they bulge in my hands, mm. and your
1: smell. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't answer it. It might, what? it might be...
2: Here, we, we have to answer it. It could be the manager with all those pillows we ordered. No,
1: no, don't answer it.
2: Uh, who do you think it is, Gramps? Your dead wife?
1: Let's go. We can't stay here. We have to, we have to get out of here now.
2: But, Gramps, we're all comfy, cozy, and better. I'm not even dressed. Well, then put your clothes on. We're leaving. It's two in the morning. Hey, this is nuts. I'm answering the phone. No. Hello, is this Grampy's dead wife? No, no.
1: Phoebe let's go. Let's go oh,
2: no. oh. I'll tell you if that's your wife she's sure one hell of a nag for somebody who's dead.
1: It's not funny <laughs> Phoebe. Come on, let's leave now.
2: in this car seat
1: stretch out the back seat oh
2: come on how much longer i don't know well well, i got a tinkle
1: you went at the last stop
2: that was three hours ago
1: well you can hold it for a little longer
2: well suit yourself gramps it's your upholstery You running on empty yet?
1: Not quite. We've got a couple of gallons left.
2: You ever gonna stop for gas? Not yet. Well, if you're wrong, I'm not getting out and pushing. And I still have to tinkle.
1: Okay, okay. Just be quick.
2: Sure, sure. So, are you planning on stopping at the next exit, or do I have to jump out?
1: There. There it is. The white door at the back of the gas station. I'll, I'll fill up. I'll wait here by the gas pump.
2: Sure, sure, Just let me out of here.
1: Come on. Come on. Can I get some service here? Is there anybody working the pump? Oh, Keep your shirt on, Buster. Keep your shirt on. Everybody's in a rush. Ah, what'll it be? About time. Just fill her up. And do you want me to check your oil, too? Oh, you. Not again. Always, Albert. Oh, stop it. Just leave me alone. Get away from me or I'll... Oh, you'll what? You already (coughs) murdered me once. How about your windows? They look like they need a good cleaning. Oh, my God. I'm I'm hallucinating. You're not real. Of course I am. Here, feel me now. No, no. Get away from the car. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, you're clammy. Dead people
2: generally are, Albert. You're kind of clammy yourself.
1: Oh, Phoebe's right. You're a nag. You were a nag in life, you're a nag now. What do you want from me? Answers, justice, revenge. I loved you, Albert. I believed in you. I trusted you. I'm sorry. Is that what you want? You want me to say I'm sorry? That would help if you believed it. I want to be with you again. I want you to send that 17-year-old girl away. 18. She's 18. And you're dead. Do you hear me? (laughs) Oh, God, listen to me arguing with a ghost. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) What kind of a ghost are you, anyway? I mean... I mean, you're a gas station attendant. Don't be mean to me, Albert. Please. Here, look at what they did to me. It
0: hurts so much.
1: She unbuttoned her blouse, and there, directly above her left breast, was a three-inch gash open to her heart. A trickle of blood seeped out staining her white blouse red. But her heart didn't beat. It just lay there, staring back at me, motionless, dead. Phoebe Phoebe Will you be
2: paying for your gas with exact change? Albert, oh dear, you didn't pay for the gas!
1: Phoebe. Oh, finally. Get in the car. Come, not
2: on your life, Graham. I'm hungry. I'm getting something to eat. You have to pay, Albert. You can't leave without paying. Get
1: in the car now. I've I, I got a surprise for you. Oh, really? What? Get in the car and I'll tell you. L- look, Phoebe, I, I'll ask you what you've been wanting me to ask you. Oh, and what's that? Just Something special. Just, just get in the car. Oh, but dear, you still
2: have to pay. Ask me now, Gramps.
1: Later, when we get to Niagara Falls, I promise. Oh,
2: you promised. I heard you. Mm.
1: Mm.
2: Hey, Grampy, did you pay for the gas? Why, why is the gas station guy? W- Grampy, watch, watch out!
1: Ah! <laughs> I gotcha. Oh. I'll shut her up. Oh
0: my God. You hit him. You hit him. You ran right over
1: him. Him? What do you mean, him? Her. It was her. No,
2: oh, no. You hit him on purpose, okay? Oh I think he's dead. Oh, God. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out.
1: Him. Her. <laughs> I didn't know then... How could I have known it wasn't her? It looked like her. It talked like her. It even wanted money just like her. (laughs) After a while, Phoebe stopped screaming. Then she started crying. That went on for a couple of hours. You all right?
2: didn't you, Gramps?
1: Well, truth is, I was revving up the engine for you, Phoebe. Oh, God, why? No, no, really. You said I was old, that I didn't take chances. I figured I'd take you on a speedy little joyride, and I'd, I'd start out by zooming out of the gas station without paying. You know, sort of tough, like fellas your age.
2: You're a cream puff, Grampy. I sort of like you that way.
1: If it makes you feel any better. I saw that gas station attendant get up again.
2: Really? You're not pulling my leg, Granty, to make me forget what you did? Oh,
1: in the, in the rearview mirror. I saw him stand up and dust himself off. <sighs> Honestly, and that's why I didn't go back. He seemed good as new, thank goodness.
2: Yeah. But still, I never seen nobody get hit by a car before, and... My first time, it had to be you doing the hitting. You you're gonna call the police?
1: Police? Who said anything about... Uh, um, I, I, I don't see the need, Phoebe, do you? And that fellow wasn't even hurt. Besides, besides, it, it would get in the way of our plans. It would delay the two of us getting to Niagara Falls. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't be able to ask you a certain question.
2: Like you promised.
1: That's right. So let's just continue with our trip. Hmm? There. You feel better?
2: A little.
0: Yeah.
1: Thank goodness Phoebe was a sucker for a white picket fence, two cars, and a garage. I was glad. I needed her. The comfort of her to keep me sane. The night passed by slowly and the sunrise was beautiful and I thought about the falls, about the amount of water there and what it might feel like to move with that much force behind me, to drift, to float and then plummet over the falls feeling the water rip through me, tearing me apart, cleansing me. I was safe for a time. No more ghosts or goblins. I rocked back and forth, leaning over the steering wheel, watching the miles of asphalt and the straight yellow lines slide beneath the car. And like a chant, I told myself over and over that she wasn't real, th- that she no longer existed, that she was make believe. Not real. Not real. Not real. And it worked. At least during the daylight. Phoebe? Phoebe, you awake? No. Well, you should be. Look at the sunset. You can see the big old harvest moon. Look behind you.
2: Yeah, it's great.
1: You didn't even look. Come on, Phoebe. It's so orange. Like a giant pumpkin. <laughs> like, like like a giant pumpkin. Lighting our way to the falls. Just like. Oh, oh my God. Watch out! It was, it was her again. You didn't see her. Oh. She was she
0: was right there in the middle of the road, standing there. Yes,
2: nobody there, Grampy. You, you need help. You you need a doctor.
1: Oh, God. God, she's still there. She's still behind us. Oh, no, God. no, she's she's turning around. She's she's coming towards us. Albert, oh. Albert, Albert. Do you see her? Oh, my God, I, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. What? No. What? No. Let go no. Of me. No, don't you leave me, please Uh, Ouch, you bit me Take your hands off me You you can't leave, you can't
2: You're hurting me, Ouch! Albert, Albert It's her,
1: look at her, there Don't you see her?
2: You're hurting my neck I can't
1: Look, look at her Tell me you see her. She's clear as day, walking towards us, the white blouse. You see it? There's a big red blood stain on her chest. Don't you see her? Tell me you see her. I I see her! You do. Please! Grampy! Please! I I have to kill her. End this once and for all. And I did. I ran her down again and again. And each time she seemed to die or at least disappear and leave me alone. But she was there, popping up every moment. Running her over, it was like waving your hands through beams of light on a summer day and watching them scatter for a moment. But then when you Move your hand aside. There they were. Back again. Unchanged.
2: Grimps, are you listening to me? What? what? There's nobody there, Grimps. There's nobody on the highway.
1: Huh? She was there. She was there. there. There she is again. Right there. Laughing at me.
2: Gramps, listen to me. Your wife's dead. She's dead. Buried her, don't you understand?
0: Yes. Hey,
2: what are you doing? Why are you turning around? Niagara Falls is the other way. Where are we going?
1: Back home. I have to what? see if she's still there.
2: Oh, wait. What are you talking about? Oh, no. Oh, no, please. Grandpa, wait <laughs>
1: I have to see. Stop pulling, and I'll let you go. Uh, You can't run very far, anyway.
2: All right, all right. You don't have to drag me.
1: (laughs) All right, now now follow me if you don't want to get lost. Uh, The The grave is over here.
2: This place gives me the creeps.
1: I hate bone yards. You don't have to whisper. They're all dead. Here it is.
2: Is your wife, Grampy? Mrs. Leona Stevenson, beloved wife and friend. Well, well, there she is. The, the grass is growing in, right? That, that, that must mean she's still down there, right? Hmm. Now we can go home, right? Hmm.
1: I got a shovel from the trunk. And I started to dig.
2: Wait, what? Are you kidding, Gramps?
1: It was hard work. Six feet of packed dirt. I was old, soft, out of shape. You
2: can't! It's not right!
1: It was almost morning. The pre-dawn dew hung on the blades of grass, suspended there, until I brought the sharp blade of the shovel down, each blow obliterating grass and earth and water. Stop it!
2: It's not right! What you're doing? As
1: I dug, I began to think about the funeral service and the last time I'd been standing there, looking down into an empty hole as the pallbearers laid the casket in the ground. I remember that I cried when the Reverend spoke. I can no longer remember why. It took me the better part of two hours to reach the casket.
2: Stop it! I'll call the police if you don't stop!
1: You do anything so foolish, Arnaud?
2: What? What? You killed me? Oh, no. Oh, oh, no, you. You. You did it! You killed
1: your wife! That's correct, Phoebe. Sure, she's still dead.
0: <gasps> oh, God! Her,
1: her, her eyes. They're open. Shut it. Shut the lid. She's, she's staring at me. Look at her. Her eyes. They weren't open when she was buried.
2: Her eyes are closed. Shut the lid, please. Oh, God, the
0: snow.
1: Everything else is the same. Exactly the same. She'd be looking at her. Oh, please stop it
0: Stop this. She's
1: she's staring at me. She's looking right through me. Oh, God. Did you see that? When I moved just now, her her eyes followed me. Stop it. Did you see that? They, They just moved again. No, I won't let you do this to me. Where's my shovel? Stop staring at me. Stop staring! Give me no! Stop staring at me! Don't no. no, me! Stop staring at me! How do you look like that? Now, now try to look at me. You can't. You can't stare at me anymore. No, 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 no. I detached her head from the rest of her body. And I propped it up on the passenger seat in the car. Phoebe? Well, I left her standing in the cemetery. It was all for the best, anyway. I imagined she'd eventually tell the police everything. But it didn't matter. Nothing else mattered. Except finishing the trip to Niagara Falls, one final resting place for my wife. But it wasn't to be. She didn't want to go. Albert, <laughs> Albert! Oh, oh no, 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 no! Can't! Albert, <laughs> where are you taking oh, me? I can't, I can't see. Oh. Why can't I see? Oh, no, 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 no. Albert? No. Are we going home? Albert, oh, no. I want to go home. Oh, no, no! no! We're losing him. What's his blood pressure?
0: It's dropping zero. I can't get a pulse. He stopped breathing.
1: That's me there on the operating table. These good doctors don't care what I did to my wife. They're trying to save me. Bag him. I'm injecting adrenaline into his heart.
0: One, two, three, breathe. No response. One, two, three, breathe.
1: But it won't work. I'm gone to itsy-bitsy pieces. And my wife? Oh, she's here, too. She's always here.
2: Albert, love, come to dinner. Your food's getting
1: cold. Yes, dear. Oh, one more thing, though, for those of you considering the big change in your life. You know, the... Big leap? The big leap? My advice, don't. Better to live in the trenches, blindfolded. Or, if you insist, at least find an easier way to take that big leap than jumping something as steep as Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm.
0: Jumping Niagara Falls was written by Brian Smith and George Zah, and directed by Brian Smith. Our show featured Tim Jerome as Mr. Elbert Stevenson, and Bobby as Phoebe, and Claire Bloom as Mrs. Elbert Stevenson. Also heard were Todd Cummings, Rebecca Nice, Dick Rodstein, and George Zah. Jumping Niagara Falls was produced by Brian Smith, associate producer George Zah. Live folding sound effects by Sue Zizza and David Shin. Pre-recorded sound effects and tape ops by John Colucci. And sound engineering by Jane Pickett, Miles Smith, and Ed Haber. Original music composed and performed by Ohad Talmor. Your program announcer is George Zarr. Please visit the Sci-Fi Channel Seeing Ear Theater on the World Wide Web at www.scifi.com. ficom SET for more amazing tales of suspense, science fiction, and fantasy.